Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Tyrese, and my friend Katie. Hello. That was better than last time. Thank you. Watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like games, uh, books, big finish audio adventures, and possibly whatever the hell else we can get our hands on. Season two. Season, it's not season two, it's episode season two. Season one, episode two. Season one, episode two. I am already crumbling over this. The end of the world. The end of the world. Baby. What do you, what do you, what do you think? Of this episode? Yeah, just in general. Initially. I feel more positively about it than I do negatively about it. I think you're going to say more positively about this than you did about Rose. For no, I mean, I still feel more positively about Rose. Than I do about this episode. Yeah, well, it's... Yeah, yeah. And just comparatively, why? I don't know. I think one of the sort of big reasons... I don't know if this is, like, for me personally, but I feel like one of the reasons why it does feel so very different is that at least in Rose, you know, like, we're, we're in London. I mean, it's modern day now, but, like, when it aired, it was, like, modern day. And it's like, oh, this is familiar. But then you go somewhere else that is, like, you know, everything is different now. We are in space and there's aliens. And it's, like, a, you know... It's like, oh, now I'm in unfamiliar territory. Some weird and, like, also very cool alien designs with this as well. Like, in this episode specifically. Because you do get cool alien designs, but normally it's like, here is one race. Yeah. For the whole episode. Not here. Not here. These are, like, really varied. There's, like, hawk-looking ones that I thought were going to be kind of like the ones from, is it Death of the Doctor? Sarah Jane yeah, oh episode. my yeah the like the vulturey looking aliens um voiced uh, by uh, David Bradley yeah, yeah I can't remember what they're called um oh yeah I can't remember but those ones but the, the memory weave about. I know what you the mean the memory weave I didn't even remember that that's it well, that's they try the and one. make a key out of their brain don't they yeah they're like think, think. of the key think of the and then the, yeah yeah oh, uh, yep yeah. Russell T Davies doing his work again what a man I don't have another thing about this episode but I can tell you that when I was younger when this episode came out I got one of the action figure sets and it was the one where it was Rose and the two little spiders I think I'm did I, did I have that? I don't know we'll talk toys some other time I wish that sounded cleaner so uh, episode 2 The End of the World written by our boy Russell T Davies uh, directed by Euros uh, Lynn and regular Doctor Who director. He directs. Correct. He's done a few. He's done a few, but not as many as I thought he'd done. Hmm. I feel like that's one of those names that you hear quite often. Oh, you see it. So they've done a lot of TV directing. Uh, Doctor Who, Torchwood, I think some episodes of Sex Education. I could be wrong on that. Um, uh, no, actually, I'll tell you what. Uh, that is correct, because I remember when I was watching Sex Education and Euroslin came up yeah. and I had, was a moment I took a moment where I was like They've from Doctor Who? This aired the 2nd of April 2005, 2005. to 7.97 yep. million viewers That's a lot of people Da Down from Rose I think we could do this in front of 7.97 million people like in like if we had a stadium that could fill that I say stadium you would need a lot bigger than I a stadium I think you might need a small country or like an island or something for that many people, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the UK has like 63 or 64 million population. So well, I we'll think get I a could... small island then. We'll go a small island. <laughs> get get ourselves island. a little fire festival. Yeah, yeah. So this episode is Rose's, what I'm going to say, first full journey in the TARDIS. It, yeah, it's her first trip. But yeah, not her where first they adventure. Through. Did you say not her first adventure? Yeah, like Rose is like her first adventure at the end of the oh. world. like her first actual trip. I, would say. I had it the other way around. She takes a trip in the TARDIS in the first one when she goes to the goes to the bridge. And this is her first adventure. It's conjecture, isn't it? Do you know what that means? They say it a lot in Breaking Bad. <laughs> do you know what conjecture means? Okay. I do somewhere in my brain, yeah. <laughs> English student. They go to platform one in the year 5.5 slash apple slash 26 or the year 5 billion to watch the sun expand and the earth explode. Uh, after many different kinds of aliens show up, including the face of Bo, the mocks of Balhoon and trees. Rose and the Doctor split up. The Doctor takes Jabe, one of the trees, to explore the ship, whilst Rose talks to Cassandra, the last human, and manages to get on her bad side. Whilst all this is happening, small robot spiders, given as gifts, be- begin sabotaging the ship and kill the ship's steward. 
uh, leader of the Blue Man Group. Uh, due to the rise in temperature and the sabotage, everyone on the ship is in peril. Uh, the adherents, I think they were called, of the repeated meme, that name's so good, find Rose wandering the ship, knock her out, and store her in a room waiting for her to die. You'll make a note when this happens, I don't know if you saw this. Yes. The repeated meme actually like backhand slapped oh, her yeah. with a metal glove, and I, I don't even know how she how she like came to so quickly, because she was just like, I'm awake again, but that was insane. No head trauma at all. Not, yeah, not yeah, concussion yeah. for Rose Tyler. She's stronger than no that. No slurring. She's she's just she's just up and out. Uh, they knock her out and store her in a room, waiting for her to die. The Doctor discovers that Cassandra brought the repeated meme. I, I love it. And that it was her idea to destroy the ship. Cassandra teleports, fleeing the Doctor. Figuring out the plan to destroy all on board Platform 1, the Doctor and Jabe restore power to the sabotage shield and save the day. Sadly, Jabe does not make it. The Doctor brings Cassandra back to confront her. She dries out and the hardened Doctor lets her die. He and Rose travel back to 2005 where the Earth is still in one piece. Now she's seen how dangerous travelling with the Doctor is and he asks if she still wants to travel with him. Rose doesn't know what she wants, but she does know that she wants chips. And that's my first synopsis that I've written myself. And there are certainly bits that don't go in that order and I'm certainly cutting things away. That's but that the is the plot. gist of the episode. That's the plot, yeah. All the key beats, I think, are there. Yeah. There is a little bit of music playing at the very beginning of this episode when Rose is in the TARDIS with the Doctor and I recognise it from somewhere and I don't know where it was but I want to say it was in some kind of like game or something. Which is when they're talking when, when he's like where do you want to go and she's like yeah it's like kind of like sort of fun it... jaunty music it's from somewhere else and, oh, or maybe like somewhere else we got from there but I, I was wondering if you because I have a memory of it being in some kind of game or something and I don't know why but like I don't know so the song was called Clockwork Tardis. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good stuff. I don't remember where else it was used in the show. I thought you meant it was going to be used somewhere else, like as no. in, in another TV show or another game. Or yeah, it was no, taken. I'm not sure about that one. Because, easy segue, this episode has two pieces of licensed music. Yes, it does. And I put them in the wrong order in my head. Like the, the jukebox starts going, or the iPod starts like churning out CDs. And I was like, oh, it's going to play Toxic. And no. then it played Tainted Love. Tainted Love. And then later on, it plays Toxic and the, the Doctor dances. I think it's really funny that the Doctor's like, uh, I I know where to take Rose. He says, like, I know exactly where to go. And then he takes her to watch her planet explode. Well, he, he doesn't know that. She's like, I want to go to the future. And he's like, okay, a hundred years. The death of the universe. And she's like, is that all you got, old man? And he's like, I'm impressive. Watch me impress. And then, then he takes her. To, to the like, new Roman Empire. Yeah, five billion. And before that. Yeah, isn't that like Yeah, and then she's like, no, that, yeah, and then she's like, that's not far enough. Show me something really cool. I like it. But when they get out of the TARDIS, and it's the, is it the, the, the room where she gets stuck later? Yeah, the, the like viewing the platform of thing. the earth. Yeah. I don't know if it is the same room, but they could very easily change the layout of that room. There's a picture of it. Uh, just looking at it. But that, that room there... Yeah. It's another place, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, the frame, which would obviously have a big green screen behind it. Yes. And makes it easy to shoot in. Yeah. Don't you think, spoiler-free, you could put Lucy in there? You could put Lucy in there. From later in the season. You could put Linda with a Y in there. Oh, she's called Linda. She's called Linda with a Y. I put Lucy in here. I'm a terrible human. She's oh. Called, she's called Linda with a Y. Don't be doing but, a Linda like that. Yeah. You, Linda, you sorry, could. Sorry. Um... But you could... She would fit nicely like, in that room. I'm like 80% positive. Yeah. It's just a reskinning of that set. It's the se- It's the game station. Satellite, right? This isn't Satellite 5, this is Platform 1, it's a different thing. Platform... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I forgot about the long game. Yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, it's absolutely... It's absolutely that. If I've been lied to by the Doctor Who special effects team. Oh, God, the... Confidential with Cassandra, she looked terrifying. She looked that like was a, like a horrendous. Like a spiderweb with a face. Ugh, all the veins and whatnot. But yeah, they get out of the TARDIS. I, I don't know what they converse about, but he... Oh no, he's he says, isn't that like the cold up? He's like, and this is the day the sun expands and the world kaboom. And then he yeah. goes like... Meh, and the song starts. Is that yeah. the song starts? Yeah. 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 And then isn't that afterwards when they're when they're talking about it and he does this whole, oh, you, you know, you never consider the fact that you've like survived or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking that's about... The, that's the speech that... Uh, Russell T. Davis was talking about recently in an interview. Yeah. 
the one that kind of has aged like a fine milk when you think about it. When you think about the current state of the world, yeah. Yeah, but like back the then, 2005 optimistic Doctor Who state of the world. I think it's still going to be optimistic when it comes back. A different type of optimism, but it's still going to be a... Oh no, I still think it's going to be optimistic. I just don't feel optimistic myself about global warming. Neil Patrick Harris is going to fuck his shit up. I do like the opening of this episode, which is literally the second she steps into the TARDIS after the end of Rose. That's yeah. where the cut happens. The The beginning of this episode is her finishing off that jog into the TARDIS, not in choppy slow motion. And in him being and, and the Doctor just being like, okay, where do you want to go? Yeah. Forward or back? Yeah. I like that. It's so good. What would you choose? As your first Ooh, adventure. Back. Yeah, if, if you just met the Doctor and he was like, all right, first trip, where to? I just know that you'd be travel sick. You'd be in the TARDIS and you'd be like, you are you sickness this tablet, please? Yeah, I'd be like, TARDIS sick bag. It's bigger on the inside. Hey-oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's always fine to use. Some where, kind of vomit dimension. Where, I guess would, where would you want to go? I think that I would want to go, I think I'd want to go to the past first. Past. Yeah. Whereabouts? Skegness in the twenties. Yes. I've heard it's beautiful this time of year. That year. Yeah. <laughs> the whole year. I've heard nineteen twenty six was a great time for Skegness. Here it's beautiful this time of year. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere I I'm not sort of specifically sure where. But the thing is I probably wouldn't want to kind of like I mean adventures would inevitably end up happening, I imagine, being with the doctor. But yeah. I think I'd be like I want to go to, you know, like, Woodstock or something. Yeah, or you would. And, like, have an experience, you know. I would like, wanna... do something I couldn't do. I, like, I want to go to, like, the first WrestleMania. Basic bitch. And, I mean, we do cool stuff as well. That's when we find would, out, like... If I was going past, I would want to see something pre-human just to be like, I saw it. You'll never believe me, but I saw something that was around before we were even a concept. Like, that'd just be cool to me to be like, did you see it? No, you didn't. I did. Yeah. <laughs> See a dinosaur and be like, I've seen one in real life. That is not at all what they look like. Because he's got Jesus a back and you're like, Chris Pratt, is that you? And he says, It's me. Mario. It's a me, Sam Neil. So, if you hear, Platform One bans religion as one of the things when they Does do it? when they do the little tannoy announcement. It's like you can't you can't have something something. Um, no no teleports on board. And yeah, then they yeah. say that Platform One bans religion. I mean. The concept of religion is, I think it's just like incredibly human anyway, isn't it? Compared to aliens, if you think if aliens were a real thing, do you think each alien would have their own belief system? Or do you think they'd, some of them would just be like, we made everything now ourselves, we did this, it's fine. I guess, but that's a kind of belief system, isn't it? That is a belief in system. In itself? Like anything that you believe in? Yeah, but it's not a belief in a higher power. I should have worded that more. Because you don't, you know, if everyone was to go, Charles Darwin was right, that would get rid of quite a lot in terms of religion. So like, oh, we won't put you for... Okay, it's all just... Which is why then a lot I guess of it depends exist. race to, to race. If that's the case. Like, what do you do if you're an alien who didn't evolve, like something created you? Then you'd be a robot, wouldn't you? You'd be Frankenstein's oh, monster. I, <clears throat> I don't mean it like that. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time the psychic used as well. I wrote that also. Mm, no, yeah. yeah, this is the first time that I was wondering if it was used in the first one when when he's like, oh, I'm with the insurance blue. I thought maybe, yeah. but no. I don't recall it being used then, so this he might just be the first time. Lies about that. Is psychic paper ever a thing in classic who? Oh, I don't think it's so. Gonna assume by your like, load time. I don't I don't think it is, but Maybe there's something similar. As far as I'm concerned, it's the kind of like this version of psychic paper that exists here is a new thing and I have to Google it now. Otherwise, it's going to drive me insane. Once you find out that it was in rows and that we were both wrong, even though we both wrote this down. Yes. It was in Classic Who. Psychic paper was a thing. The second doctor was given psychic paper while employed as an agent by the Time Lords covert organisation, the Celestial Intervention Agency. Right, so it's the first time in new Doctor Who that the psychic paper is used. Cut that bit where I was wrong. No, I'm going to keep that in. Thank you. Because we went on a learning journey and those are important. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I like the psychic paper as as a doohickey. I think that this, like, in general is just a really macabre thing. 
to just bring Rose and be like, we're going to watch your planet burn. Yeah. They have that, like, little argument, though, as well, right? Where she's kind of like, wow, that's super alien. Super, a bunch of things that I've never seen before in my life. And he's kind of like, yeah. 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 Well, this this the same thing, like, as a reused plot beat. I know that we will get to it anyways, but I think it's worth mentioning that Eleven does this with Clara, too. Takes her so far into the future that there's no one left on Earth. And she's yeah. looking at it on the monitor and, and she's like, and you just brought me here and didn't think to run by me that everyone I know is dead now. Yeah. Which is an insane thought. Which the Doctor's fix for Rose being like, oh my God, like my planet's going to burn. It's going to all be destroyed. It's, it's terrible. He's like, phone your mom. Bring your ma. All he does is put a battery in there. Yeah. So with the psychic paper, the the Sonic works a lot, does a lot more in this episode yeah, it does. The, it's really starting it to become one. like an all-purpose tool. Yeah, it's just a phone battery that he puts in the in the back of the phone. But I was watching it, and I actually in my head called him Doctor Doohickey. Yeah. Because I was just like, this is just who he is now. He's just like anti-plastic in the pocket, psychic paper in my pocket, special space SIM card battery thing in my pocket. Never brought an iPhone from the future though, did he? He never was like, that's a bit shit. That phone, that there, Rose. Yeah, of this. Hey, do you want this iPhone? I brought it back. Two hundred and thirteen. You know, the iPhone two hundred and thirteen X. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the gifts given? The gifts given. I think that it's really funny. When it was just like a, a, a tiny little baby Groot style twig. Yeah. And she's like, "I give you cuttings from my grandfather." And Which it, is horrible. That's terrifying. Imagine that. Jesus. It's a gift. Imagine if like I came into university and was like, "Oh, here's some ashes from a recent dead family member." You'd yeah. be like, "Thanks. What do you want me to do with this?" Yeah. <laughs> like that is a horrendous gift to receive. Something that inevitably ends up killing you. And in a post-COVID world. Spit to the face. And being breathed on in general. Yeah. Two of those things in a in a in a post pandemic world is like oh, This is a nightmare. Do neither of those. You don't wanna get so you know <laughs> COVID slash Apple slash twenty six. Away. You really you really went for that, didn't you? <laughs> but, um, tsh, but, yeah. but that's not a gift it's a death sentence. Yeah. You really need that. I have some notes about these aliens. Oh, are you gonna wait? What's what's a thing that you keep? That's like a full animal facts, wildlife facts. What are they called? Is there a name for it? I think there's a name for it. What for animal facts? Like yeah, like animal en- facts. No, like an encyclopedia, but it's like just for animals. You said animals. No. Oh, a bestiary, right? A bestiary. Is that it? It oh, is now. Is that it's like a fantasy it, thing, isn't it? Dungeons and Dragons star monster manual, but we're gonna build one for Doctor Who. Yep. So let's call those top trumps. <clears throat> No, thank you. Okay, let's not. Yeah, in this episode, there is uh, the Crispalians, which the are the yep the the stewards and Raffalo and all the like little smaller ones, little like kid kid ones, I guess. Apparently, Crispalian is not a planet. It's a part of the Jagged Brigade affiliated to the Scarlet Junction Convex Fifty Six, which is just such. A sci-fi place to be from. Yeah, that, that's what Raffalo asks Rose, and Ro- she's, like, she's like, "So where are you from?" And Rose is just like, "Not here." Yep. Far away. Yep. Don't ask again. And she doesn't. She, Good like, on Raffalo. I like that she doesn't. She doesn't even give anything away though. She's just kind of like, "Not here." She can't. She can't even be like, "Oh, this galaxy." Yeah, I mean, I, I like Raffalo. I, I, I think like when I was watching it, I was thinking that she reminds me of Chanto. Yep. And Jenny, you know, Vastra's oh, like, wife. Yeah. Like, I, okay. I really, she was giving me the same, like, in terms of the way that she spoke her voice and the I way that she mean. was like, I need permission to talk. Like, um, that was really... There was uh, apparently a piece of information in the Doctor Who encyclopedia that said that the, the males were taller than the females because the females were the same height as, as children. But that's uh, not right at all because Raffalo is the same height as Rose. Yeah. So, you know, that's not a, a solid piece of information. they don't say that she's meant to be a, a male, do they? No, I don't think so. I don't think Rose asks her pronouns. And but the rude. Mocks of Balhoon isn't one of those. No, the Mocks of Balhoon um, had two siblings, though. The Elf of Balhoon and the Hawks of Balhoon. 
Do we never see those on screen ever? I don't think we ever see them on screen. They're, they are in... Uh, there's a comic, I believe, and there's also, like, a totally unofficial thing that I got from the, the TARDIS wiki, right? Which is apparently, like, not reliable at all. The Ultimate Monster Guide um, that said, his legs were crippled by a disease, so he travels on a fast-moving anti-gravity chair. The chair also replaced his bodily fluids every 20 minutes, so he didn't sweat galactic acid. And it also says what his favourite song was. Well, as well, which is an alien what is it? song. It's Yap Cap Forward Bigger Tomb Tomb Tomb. I love it. I want to hear that's it. Like I know that's not real. Thing. And you said that it's not necessarily... Yep, not a reliable source. Reliable source. But if I write that song, we can make if that you reliable. Make that canon. Then we can make that... I, I don't know how I feel about just being like, oh... Because this is information that we don't need. And instead of being like, you know, they, they all just for some reason balloon up and get overweight and then they all need these little carriers it's like so no, he this was crippled he was crippled by a disease allegedly yeah then there's the face of both oh one off alien who never shows up again the nope. face of both the face of both just the one yep just the one single single yeah mm-hmm. the faces of both just the face of both I have a thing that I think of every time I see the face of both which is that he really reminds me of Cassandra Nova from the X-Men who is like Charles Xavier's sort of evil twin and she's like proper shriveled up and she's telepathic. Like the Voldemort baby. Yeah. She was like, Ooh. she's she's made of pure hate. She wants to like kill Charles Xavier. <laughs> like but, legit, like, wait, like, because it's an X-Men thing so it could be, is she, like, is she just an angry person or is she actually made of hate? Charles, she was Charles Xavier's twin and he murdered her in the womb because he sensed her like evil the, the psychic power and then the, the clump of cells that was Cassandra Nova fell out, attached itself to a sewer wall and like grew itself a body out of pure spite and hatred for Charles Xavier. And it is like his evil twin. And Cassandra Nova is like a super old wrinkled. She looks exactly like Charles, except she's evil. And she's like a proper haggard old telepathic lady. That's metal as fuck. Yeah, right. Then he was just in the room and he was like, oh, don't. Bad Va- vibes. Yeah, vibe check. He went, bad she vibes, Cassandra Nova. She felt Nova. the vibe check in the room and he was like, well then, you're not making it out of here. Jesus. The face of Bore. Yeah. That's, anyway, that's what I think of from her. There's not really anything to say about the face of Bo, without to be spoiling. honest, without spoiling, yeah. Yeah. And also... Future appearances. There's not really that much extended stuff about the face of Bo, you know, that I could find. Which is weird. Apart from that he has an alias, apparently, which is Mr. Derek. Uh, hmm? Yep. Did you find any more information a, on Mr. Derek? A Mr. Derek from the year five billion. How do we... What, who says this? Iris Wildtime. Who was, uh, is it a comic a, thing? It's an it's a novel thing, I believe. I don't know much about okay. these. Like, I know, I know it's like a whole series that has all of its own continuity and that kind of stuff, but I don't know much about it. Right, right, okay. Because I think the first part is what two other appearances two more after this? Appear- yes, two. Yeah. Yeah, one in season two, one in season three. Yep. How, how do you feel without getting into too much about the face of Bo as a character? Um, I like the face of Bo. Like I think ones. one, it's a cool like visual, like just a big, just a big head, a, in the just tank. a big head in a tank. I think that's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. And I like, this. I, I like, I like like a cryptic vibe. I like a prophecy, you know. I like if you all answer of that. these riddles three, and then he disappears and he finds. Yeah, him that's like it's like, such oh. a you know. Yeah, I'm into that. I, I think that's fun. I like him as like a, a weird Gandalf type character. Yeah, who's just like. Ah, everything's okay. Like, Don't worry. Yeah. And then disappears and you're like, what? I think I could be wrong. If anyone else had this, they then, you know, please let me know if anyone's even listening. Uh, if anyone else, like, had this as a child, there was a, a face of both toy that was like, you know, how all the action figures and stuff were sized to to be yeah to be in scale to their own little world. The TARDIS interior sets were all... Yeah, you could, like... And the face of yeah. Bo was a head in a tank with like the you know the 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 had like a tint to it. Yeah, I vaguely remember it was it. on wheels. You know. and when you pushed him, his mouth would move. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm like, I'm like ninety percent certain that if you push the face of Bo forward as this action figure, the mouth would be like blah, 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 and like, and you would just be like, oh hell yeah, my face of Bo talks. Yeah. And what's he saying? He's just going, like, there's nothing else like he can be doing. He's giving it a, yeah. In terms of the adherence of the repeated meme, 
all I got, right? All I got. And this is what I just thought was so funny when you were saying that, right? Uh, the adherents of the repeated meme, they follow the, the religious sect of the Church of the Meme. Uh, no way! The, the organization was formed on the 16th of February in the year uh, 4.8 slash pomegranate slash 12 when the church split into two separate sects the adherence of the repeated meme and the subversion of the repeated meme. I love that. That's, That's so, so good. funny. <laughs> Who did the world building for this? Is this all RTD as well? I have no idea. Well, I didn't write down the sources where any of these were from because I didn't um, learn anything from my university education. That's but true. Chicago reference this next time. I, I will have to, but I saw that and I was like, that's so funny. I can't like let that go. I need, uh, I need to bring this into things. And these are all the attendants of the party. There's one more attendance of this party. There is. The, oh, well, the woman of the hour. There is trees. Which, I mean, we briefly touched on trees, you know, with the granddad. Yeah. Jib. We'll get to Jib at some point anyways. Yep. Uh, Lady Cassandra, the last human. Yeah. When she first wheels herself in there, the Doctor is absolutely loving it. Oh, is that when he's like, is that when he's... There's, oh, it's bit, right, it's before that, they like sort of wheel her in and they're like, you know, Lady Cassandra, like announcer and that. He's just stood there, just beaming. Just, he's just, he's like, just really? so happy about it. I'm, I'm, glad, for, I'm glad for him. You and know, then obviously... Very quickly, you know, takes a turn against Cassandra. But, like, it, you know, it's it's sweet seeing him just being like, ha-ha, a thing I haven't seen before, you know, like... Yeah. Well, when, when even when the adherents of the repeated meme... Ah, I love saying that. Uh, when they Always address them in full. And, and they give the eggs. Everyone else is like... Like, Vox... Is he Vox? Is it Vox? The Mox. The Mox. The Mox. I'm thinking of Vox Machina because it's a TV show. Yeah. Like. But the Mox of Balhoom comes up with the Doctor and he's like... And then spits on him. Jib and the trees sound quite normal. And then the 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 adherents of the repeat come up and they're like, Doctor, we bring you eggs. And I was like, these guys could not yeah, sound right. more evil. They're wearing cloaks <laughs> and they have like metal hands, like cyborg so, hands. Again, I'll get you gadget. <laughs> this this absolute like, you know, classic villain rasp. And they're they're just like, you know, I don't want to profile aliens or and anything. And Rose is like, egg. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'll keep this. This is for me. Because Cassandra shows up. Is she? Does she show up last to this party? Yeah, because she's like, ah, look at all my gifts that I brought. An ostrich egg. Yeah, an ostrich egg. And a, an iPod. And an iPod. It's not an iPod. It's a jukebox. And apparently, originally, it was going to be uh, the Magna Carta, I think, and also a copy of Harry Potter and the allowed. Philosopher's Stone. Is, is Magna Carta religious though? Was that I think so. That might that be wrong, but I'm sure it was like the Magna Carta and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Those were like also things that she was going to bring. That was before Platform 1 banned religion. Yeah. And then oh. they said no. That's when they play Tainted Love and everyone yeah. just kind of like has like a bit of a bop around to it. The Doctor's neck, like the Doctor goes, but he's like, oh hell yeah, Tainted Love's on. This is, this is, he's bit, like, it's a bit of me this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of him, isn't it? It is. It's a bit of him. Which is what I was like, I know there's an episode in this season called The Doctor Dances. But the Doctor dances right here, right now. The Doctor gets down right here, right now. Then after this, Rose gets like super uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, and it's like, props to Billy Piper, the the acting in this episode, I think even compared to the first, they get to flex their muscles a bit more because they don't have to do as much exposition. Yeah, it's like, I know who Rose Tyler is now. Actually, I feel like I know who Rose Tyler is even better after this episode. Yeah, me too. And I mean, she, for some reason in the last... Like, the last episode, I was like, oh, my God, she's 19. In this episode, I think she's believably 19. Like, yeah. in this episode specifically, she's so... She's got so much naivety about her that I'm like, yeah, like, I believe that you are much younger and yeah. should not be here, probably. Like, you are out of your depth. I think it's nice that... I think it's maybe before this... See, just slightly before. You know, when she's, like, talking with Ruffalo and they're just having, like, a normal conversation. And it's, like, just, like, for a second, it's like, oh, she's just... But she's just a girl after... talking to like a, another young girl, you know? But even that's after her leaving because she's uncomfortable in the room yeah. full of other aliens and she's like, I need to leave. It's and, like, and she's she just gets, overwhelmed, you know? She gets split from the doctor, doesn't she walk on? And then something comes in between them and he's stuck talking to the trees that's, and she gets... Yeah. And she leaves back to the, the, the earth viewing, killing... Kill floor. <laughs> she goes back to the kill floor just to watch. When they have the argument, I think this is also the first time she mentions she mentions her mate Shireen. 
This like off-screen we recurring character. Ever do I don't think so. I think maybe she appears. She probably appears in like you know some extended media somewhere. She probably mentioned her in a book or something. But I don't think you ever see Shireen. Because like you got the powerful, you see Donna's friend Neris at the wedding. I was gonna say, yeah. but like you never see Shireen. I don't think. I was actually while you were talking, I was just sitting in my own head going, "What is Donna's friend?" Because I need to bring that up. So thank Neris. you. There you Neris, go. Yeah. Because you are a peach. Which says to her at the wedding. Yeah, which is uh, something, something going off. Huh? That's what she says. When she says you're a peach, and then she says something, something going off. You remember that far back than me? Yeah. The you're a peach. I'll, yeah, I do. Li- I like the little conversation that she has with, with Raffalo. And then, sadly, after that, Raffalo gets killed by laser pointers. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> it's so sad. What do you think of these little spiders? Because they also come back. I mean, I like well, the idea. Well, comes back. I mean, I like the idea that they're just kind of like little little spy bots. I don't know how I feel about them killing. Yeah, because when they were like, "Oh, these spiders sabotage," I love the ideas that they that the idea that these spiders don't kill; they're just rotten little shits. Yeah, they're, they're they just are like, just like little pests. They're just there to fuck stuff up. It's and like walk away. when you see an actual spider in your house and you're just like, "Ah, bastard!" Like, yeah, get rid of that. You're not like it's gonna kill me. You're yeah, like, oh, you're just it's, like it's here now. God's sake! I mean, they're not spiders. They're not four legs. So they're not spiders. But like, it's, it's spiders. Yeah, they're spiders. They hatch from eggs. The spiders. Like when I see them though, I'm I did, like where do you put a weapon on that? It's not like you can like sort of build in a gun, yeah. you know? Like what do they do? How do they kill? Well, Rose brings one into the into the onto the kill floor with her, doesn't she? And that one hatches, crawls across the floor, and she doesn't know it. were great, and she doesn't hear a single. And these things are noisy. They uh, they make like the robot noise, and they make the little like the tappy, you know, on the floor, you know. Have you ever had a spider on laminate floor that is so big you can hear its footsteps? No. Like you can hear the little like. It's the worst sound. I'm just imagining it and I I don't like it already. Oh, it would happen in like one of my old houses so much and I'd just hear it and be like, send shivers down you. It's the worst. But she's killed by like maybe four or five of them. Yeah, but they like pull her into the vent. Yeah, like you just, it cuts and it's just her legs going, wee, yeah, into the the thing and she's like, ah, which is like a really classic Doctor Who thing is cutting away and hearing the scream. Yep. Like this, you'll get in a, the the new, the new establishing shot will happen, but the scream will be keep keep on going and, and it'll I love fade that. out, it'll like echo or something. It happens with like with this with Cyberman conversion all the time. Oh, oh, there's the other the other classic, the really hard zoom into the face of the mouth as it's screaming. Yep. Um, which I think Freema Agumon does. Yes. The end of the, when when the conversion thingy happens. I can, oh my, I can so clearly picture that right now, actually. Like the red light yeah. the, with the, the plastic and the... Yeah. Yeah. We're both the same kind of fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's in this room when the doctor finds her, because I do want to linger on this for a bit, that she... And, and you can see this in, like, Billy Piper's face in the performance, that she has this moment of, like, oh, shit, I don't know you, and I've run away. Yeah. Yeah, like this. This was fun, but now I'm but now in it's space weird. and I'm scared. Yeah, like and and they have like an actual argument. Yeah, and which feels quite like it does feel quite like a brutal argument. Yeah, when he when he's like, "This is who I am right here, right now." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." You, like you've you've hit a nerve. And like he's really annoyed. I like you know I'd say they're both pretty valid in oh, in yeah. their things that they're arguing about. Like no one's unreasonable. It's just like a really kind of like intense argument. Doctor's pretty cryptic. He is, yeah, say, but, you know, it, it, like, the tra- it, it, it's the trauma speaking. Yeah, like, later on, when he's come to terms with it a lot more, he's just like, hi, I'm the last of the time, like, and he just says it, but it, we're at an early point where he's still not comfortable with it, or, like, it feels like he is not comfortable with the idea that he is the only one left. Yeah. Which is, like, that's so valid, that's so good. I like I like all the world building that, that Rusty Davies is doing. I really do. All of the time was so much. Just like as, as a concept, it's so good. As a device to be like, this is why he's not been around. Yeah, it's so it good. Is. And just be like, you know what, all that Gallifrey Law stuff. Yeah, it's 2005 and we're all serious now. That is kind of dumb when you think about it. All these silly men with their big collars. Yeah. Let's just blow them up. And that's like one of the few criticisms of this episode is that, that I have is that they don't have to be, I don't think they'd ever be written equally. But... I think that this episode, at least, is a Rose episode. I think episodes are either a Companions episode or the Doctor's episode. Yeah. This is definitely a Rose episode for me. and Yes, I agree. I think that she is written much better than... I mean, the, the Doctor's an established character through the last 60 years of television. You've got to establish a companion. Mm. And we have to like her. But I think that she has done so well 
for every part of this episode where yeah. she has like these really human moments where she's like, I just want to be alone. I just want to sit and think and breathe for a minute. And it's it's great seeing and, how well she's been written. Well, once one. she kind of gets into it, when she sort of starts to, I guess, become maybe a little bit more comfortable, when she's going back and forth with Cassandra. Yeah. Like that sort of feels like, because well, you know, it's like another just kind of, kind of endearing thing, I guess. Because we all know that, like, yeah, Rose is kind of right here. Yeah, when, when, when they're you know, talking about We're already on surgery. her side, so then we get to just kind of watch her be like, yeah, like, you tell her, you know? She's, this is what, like, saying what we're all thinking. And, like, I think that it's quite subtle, because it's an interesting way to go, like, he is a, the last human. She is completely fat, fat, flat. She's the opposite of fat. She is flat completely. There's a, it's, it's a brain... In, in in a bit of fluid, uh, being wheeled about the place and moisturized to keep to, to keep her going. That's also an interesting narrative point for five billion years for now, but also allows the writers to go, Okay, now we've we've got a metaphor for plastic surgery too. Well and the diminishing effect that, that people seem to think that it has and that it might not be for confidence, it's for other things. And Rose saying, I would rather die. Like l- I would literally yeah. rather die than do this. Hey, so Russell T. Davies on on this on this topic. He replied to my tweet. The man himself. He replied to my tweet. Did he? No. Oh, okay. This isn't a real thing. I oh, was just, I was saying sorry. this is it's a bit uh, it's okay. fine. No, it's, fine. Uh, it's really funny. Um he, he said that uh, it was horrific seeing those beautiful women reduced to sticks. Nicole Kidman struck me in particular. Nicole is one of the most beautiful women in the world, but she looks horrifying because she's so thin. It's like we're killing these women in public. We watch while you die. That's about uh, skinny Hollywood actresses at the Academy Awards. Do I do have a sauce for that. Okay. It's the same mirror. Right, right. Okay, good. Um, I was going to say, I think yeah. for, some, for some things like quotes and stuff, we probably got Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, I'm I have glad- the date as well. It was the 2nd of April, 2006. I'm glad that I got that. Right. Well, wasn't that the date the episode aired? Uh, no, it's just when you said it. Yeah. This episode aired in 2005. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> about a year later. Yeah, but that could have been when New Earth, New Earth came yeah. out. It's it's just I like it, or at least I think I know it's quite it is quite hamfisted, but it's also sort of at the same time it does both because the Doctor is the Doctor and Rose are never going like outwardly with their own words. They're not verbatim saying plastic surgery is wrong. It's diminishing. It's dehuman. It's the, like there's just an, there's just a conversation, yeah. and you know enough about the subtext to go. Oh, yeah, I recognise what this topic is. And then you move on. Some writers don't, don't do, that. do that so yeah. well. There's... So, give me... Oh. Give me... <coughs> Chris! 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 Chris, please! Put the... Put the, put the pen down. Please! Oh. You okay? You have something in your throat? Though. Yeah, I'll just cut that out. Yeah, ah, yeah Okay, cool. <laughs> um, not to Not to be like... A, a, a student and analyze this for a second but i feel like at some point probably somewhere down the line you could probably get some kind of rose and cassandra classism you know femininity the whole i could write an assignment on this is what i'm saying probably this conversation if i wanted to probably probably not like i have those thoughts right now ready to go just like i feel like maybe if you proper looked into that you could probably find something oh yeah there. and I, I think that a lot of this this run at least i think there's um and i will talk about it in a moment just in general but like at least with with russell t davis earlier seasons specifically this one there is a lot that you can just talk about a lot of the historical stuff isn't done badly after season one but it's done like next episode unquiet dead is set in victorian england done really well. Uh, the Doctor Dances, The Empty Child, yeah. both also done really well as mm. Father's Day, that's set in the past, even though that's not Like near the past, past, yeah. But this is the 90s, right? But it, yeah, but even the clothing, it still looks really good. Mm. I have something I want to bring up that's a season-wide thing, specifically for just Eccleston's season. Which is? This season looks so shiny and so dirty somehow at the same time. Yep to me and I don't know what it is I'm thinking forward to the part of the words but I'm also thinking of like like Father's Day and I'm like this looks so gross somehow I don't know if it's the colour grading I don't know if there's certain things they were doing on set but it never has this look again and I really like this look it might be a budgetary thing to be fair it might just be because it was the first season they were taking a risk but I just think it looks so strange but I love it it's so charming it's just Doctor Who isn't it it's just well it's but it's never like this again 
It's, the, it's, it's literally just this the, one it's season. It's not even the whole Davies one. It's just <coughs> this one season. Appreciate it while it's here. <laughs> this is the first time anyone says bed wolf. I also noticed that. Yeah. Uh, it's isn't it the the, 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 the about whom? I keep. Yep. I, don't, I don't want to say Vox because I know it's not, but I keep going to say Vox. The Mox. Mox. Mox of Balhoom. Which. This is a, what is it? This is a Bad Wolf scenario? Yeah. Yep. What the fuck does that mean? Like, like. It's bad Wolf scenario? Gen- genuinely. What is it? Does Bad Wolf just mean the worst possible outcome? Because I never understood it fully. I mean, I guess we will we will talk about. Without this throughout, I suppose it's not really a better time to get into it than right now. I I don't know. Definitively. I feel like the the words bad wolf are like a what came first. You know, it's like a chicken and egg kind of thing where it's like, does bad wolf mean something? And is that why those are yeah, the words? Like I'm not going to mention or what it means they, for this season, obviously, because yeah, like, we know what it means yeah, for this season. Or it's like, but, do they mean something because of what happens in the season? And I but, don't, they, but they do permeate this season. They, they go yeah. on. So, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, is, I'm like, what does it mean after? <laughs> Like, I don't know, maybe this question is answered at some point, but it, I like I know the point is that they are just two random words that, like, Russell T. Davies picked because they kind of sound cool, but, like... Yeah. Because um, in this season it makes sense, but afterwards, I at least I always interpret it as, as it, it basically just means big space time talk for, for just, you know, code red. Yeah. Universally danger, code red. They're like, this is an Avengers level threat. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is it. This is it band together, guys. And it turns out the guys is like four people in a box. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole. Who else we got? This is it, Chief. Just a couple of British people. Yuck. In a box. Cassandra is super racist. Holy shit. Yeah, is she's she really. Super, super racist. She's not holding back, is she? Like, people have, like, I guess, interspecies relationships with aliens, which is. A yeah. topic, I guess, I mean, it's a hypothetical topic, but again, it's just going to be one of those things where it's clearly a bit metaphorical for, I, I imagine Russell Davies being gay has experienced a lot of hatred in his life because I don't know a single person in the LGBTQ plus community that just hasn't experienced yeah, hardship right. over just the, who they are, which is wrong before, bef- before I want to say anything else. Obviously it's wrong, it shouldn't be happening, but like, her... Uh, hot take. It, yeah, hot take. Right. Please just do, just don't hurt no one, and then we'll be good. Okay, <laughs> then we'll be we'll be cushy. Don't hurt no one. Don't hurt no one. We'll be cushy. That's it. Yeah, she is like, oh, some people remained people. Some people slept with aliens, and I'm a pure human. I'm like, mate, I would peel you off my foot. That's how bad you are. <laughs> the thing that's so funny about her, like, essentially just being a racist, though, is that it's like. If, if, like, this trans Cassandra thing is a legitimate thing, then, Cassandra, you were also a minority. That's true. Is that brought up in New Earth, or is it in this? I, I, think, didn't, I, I think didn't hear it in, in this. I think it's in this, because I think she's... When her and Rose are looking over the planet, I'm sure she says something about, like, growing up somewhere and Being sort of... a little boy or something. Yeah, yeah, she's... I think it's like she's saying something about, like, the that's the Los Angeles, wherever, that's where I grew up, like, when I was a yeah. little boy or something. Well, then, Cassandra, shut your little flap... Did you notice this, that when Cassandra, there's the bit where they're like walking, well, Rose is walking, Cassandra's wheeling up to this viewing platform and Cassandra's speaking at Rose, but it's shot from behind. And you can see behind where Cassandra's just got like a hole on the back. Like there's just a hole straight through the middle and on the front of it is lips. She's got a backflap glory hole. Like how does, how does that make sense? How does Cassandra's skin on a pole? That's the thing that you have wrong. With a brain in a tank. That's the thing you have wrong with this. Yep. Not the lack of jaw to allow the teeth to no move. No muscles. Not, not she a thing. couldn't be able to, she couldn't move. She's just veins. This implies that her lips are independent and can produce sound. I've only just realised this. She said she was getting her blood bleached. Is she aware of the effect that might have in, mm, I don't know, killing her? Because, mm. <laughs> Clever little tarp lady. No. Mm. Stop that. Also, Rose calling her a bitchy trampoline. That's absolutely the Remember best. Remember when Doctor Who said bitchy? That's the best line. This is also, the Doctor says hell in this episode as well. And that's like another first, the Doctor saying a bad word. Did he say hell? When did he say hell? Uh, he says, what the hell? Um, yeah, the Doctor utters the phrase, what the hell is that? Oh. I know that, because season 10 has a lot of, Bill's got a mouth on it. Yep. 
She does. And I love it. I'm like, I, Hell yeah, talk shit. I think that we should let companions say fuck, to be honest, but this is the BBC, so. God, imagine, like, a dialogue comes out and Rose is just like, oh, fuck! You know, like, like, and that's it. You know, like, in when they do, like, PG 13, 12A, yeah. maybe those kind of thing, when it's like, you can keep that rating, but you can only say fuck one time. I think that every one companion. Time season. Yeah, every companion should be allowed one fuck. Per season. Per season. I would, at every episode I would watch and be like, is this going to be the one? When when are they going to say it? I would be so hyper-focused on someone saying the word fuck, I would forget whether or not the season was actually good or not. <laughs> I'd be like, did you enjoy the episode? And I'd be like, no one said fuck, so I don't know. Maybe I did. I can't tell. watch it without, you know, facilitating the fuck. Mm. Uh, I like in this episode, and you've already mentioned Rose got bitch slapped by Cassandra's goons. Didn't she? Just like, absolutely. Properly. Slammed Whacked into the ground. the back of the head. She's the second person to get dragged in this episode. After, she is. After Raffalo. She gets, she gets dragged and then Rose gets dragged. She is. Whilst all this is going on, the Doctor is with Jabe. Yes. What do you think of that little... I really like Jabe. And I think that when we come to Jabe, we come to the same thing that we came to with Clive. Um, in that they fill kind of like, I guess, a similar role yeah, of count someone up to who two. we attached count, to. Count up to That's two. what I was saying. The count goes up to two. And then the other deaths, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I like Jabe. I also really like the scene where they are going through the vents and she, by this point, has worked out that like who, who he is, is yeah. and stuff. And this, she says something about the time war, I think. And the Doctor, for the first time, and I think maybe the ninth Doctor, I mean, for the first time, maybe for the only time, sheds a tear. Does he? He does a single little one-eyed, like little one tear. When when she says yeah. about the time war, he like turns around. I know that she grabs his arm. Yeah, doesn't she? And she's like, "I'm so sorry." Yeah, and, and then he does like, like a little cry. Well, I think so far, at least as as far as what we know of the Ninth Doctor, she is the first person he has met who is aware. Of, she's like, like a of his situation. No one else yeah. around there is gonna like. He hasn't told Rose yet, so how would she know? No one else at this party really knows who he is because he's psychic paper his way, and she's the only person to figure it out. And then she's shared condolences and she, because everyone else in the time war died, she might be the only person so far, like the first person to have actually approached him and gone, I'm so sorry for everything that's happened. And he's gone like, oh. I like it when other, like, you know, aliens recognise like the time war or who the doctor is because of that. Because it's like, yeah, it feels like an event that happened like in the universe, you know? Yeah. They, They come back at one point. Jabe and the Doctor and, and Rose all sort of reconvene. Yes. Oh, no, no, sorry. Rose is still kidnapped, but Jabe and the Doctor reconvene uh, to the main party area before yep. having to go back to, to, the, big, sort to out, the big fans. Yeah. Sort out the conditioning, the air conditioning. Because the Doctor has to out Cassandra. Yeah. For being a little bitch. For just being an absolute bitch. Isn't that after? No, because he has to go and fit. Wait, maybe... What what is or is Rose just there when? Out? Yeah, and then Rose is there when he brings her back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that she like she teleports out, and the doctor's like, "We've got literal minutes to yep, go and sort that's this." True. Also, in the scene when <laughs> when this happens, the doctor rips off another arm. So that's two arms that the doctor has ripped off. Oh yeah. Does that happen? He just yep. When he's like the repeated meme, a meme is just an idea, and then he. Just yeah, grabs the robot the hand and just yoinks it. And then all I'm pretty sure all the cloaks like fall to the ground. And that's how he's like, it's actually Cassandra. Is this not a recurring joke in Doctor Who about arms getting pulled off? Am I, I wrong? I don't know, but I'm... I'm Like, if it happens again, surely, like, right? Is there not an arm lost in, like, I could swear... It's, it might not be this show. There is a show with a recurring joke about arms coming off. Sorry, but it's one of those things that's going to bother me. I mean, I don't think it's this show. Unless it happens again, in which case I will happily be proved wrong. About the Doctor yoinking arms. It's not. I know what it is. It's a phase. It's one of the Marvel phases where at least once in each movie someone loses an arm or something like that. Because, like, Iron Man 3, Killian loses an arm and it grows back. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it happens to someone in the Thor The Dark World. It might be Malekith that it actually happens to. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mm. I think it's phase two of Marvel. That sounds right. There's a... I didn't know about this, but... Old, one of the Ultron robots will lose an arm at yeah. some point. Yeah. Okay. I figured it out. It's fine. But it's not Doctor Who. I just thought that it seemed like something that could happen in Doctor Who. That, like, if a Slitheen lost an arm, I'd be like, all right. I'm just thinking about Slitheen arms. Slitheen arms, yeah. They, they come back. 
You haven't even met a Slovene yet. I mean, me and you have. Personally. Personally. My dad was a Slovene once. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Big green condom man. Yeah? What happened mm. there? Fad. Ah. Uh. Salt and vinegar chips. You know? <laughs> he had a bag of McCoy's and he's bursting into flames. What have I told you about mentioning brands that don't sponsor us? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like, shit. Oh. Let's mourn her with a traditional ballad. You, uh, Britney Spears. Toxic. Yep. Who are they mourning? That, that song, Earth, that when they're like, Earth, Death, and oh, however yeah. long. And Cassandra's I thought like, you were Let's talking about Jade for a second. Earth ballad. No. Oh, yeah. That's, because uh, she's not dead yet. Toxic. Yeah, Jade's not dead. Um, if, that, if this episode came out today, what song do you think would play? Oh, like, what two songs do you think would play? Instead of, oh, I don't know, instead of Tainted Love. I haven't thought about that. But I think Tainted Love, unfortunately, would be Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Oh! I think that's no. so long that the doctor would be like, duh, 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 and he would just have his neck bobbing still. Um, uh, no, no, I don't like that very much. And the Britney Spears one would definitely be some Taylor Swift shit. See, I thought that TikTok by Kesha would be perfect. Oh, that would have been that. Yeah, I thought that no. would have been so good. I like that, yeah. And then it's going to be unwritten by Natalie... Natalie Imbruglia. The rest is still unwritten. So then Jeb dies. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, she... What, what is it he says? You're a tree. You're burn. Or something yeah, she, like that. He goes, Jeb, you're made of wood. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole concept is, like, if you pull the handle down, the temperature's going to rise. Yeah, the, the, the heat will vent moving, through. Yeah, because the pans are moving slower. You will, you will burn. He says, Jeb, you're made of wood. And the way he looks like at her, and he says it like he's like it's a like it's a, an insult. Yeah. And then she's like, "I know, yeah." Like, I'm and then she says, I'm made of. "Such a good line." She says, "Stop wasting time, time lord." And it's it's the first time, right, that someone says "time lord." I think. Yeah, because we're not uh, yeah. meant to know that, or at least Rose doesn't know. Like I'm sure that he doesn't mention being a time lord in Rose. Maybe I don't think. I don't know if that's a thing. But it's someone else saying it to him. She's she knows. Yeah, now. because I feel like when he says normally, if the doctor tells anyone he's a time lord, they're like, "Oh, you're a lord now." Like you know. Yeah. Oh, the, no. The Nestine says time lord. I don't think that counts. No, it doesn't. You does can it? barely hear it a doesn't. word the Nestine says. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Thank so, you, Nicholas Briggs. She anyway. She she says it. What do you want to say? Uh, Yasmin Bannerman is a woman who plays Jabe, and I just think that she's good in the episode. She's really good in the did, episode. We haven't credited her yet. Uh, she was in an episode of Torchwood as well, but I yeah. I haven't seen Torchwood in a while, but I don't remember her in it, so... Yeah, yeah, and of course, Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. Yeah. As Cassandra. I wasn't close enough to that thing. Uh, Jimmy V as... The, the Mox of, of Balhoon. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is also the Grask in Sarah Jane, pretty often. He does prosthetic work and oh, cool. and creatures and stuff. Cool. Camille Kajiri comes back. Too right, she does. Is she in? Ev- no, she's not in every episode this season. But like, no, yeah, she's is... in. She's in quite a few of them though. She's obviously in the two-parter yeah. with the Slovene. She's. I can't wait for that. I. It's gonna I'm be excited. so good. She's in. Da- is she in Dalek? I don't. I don't know if she is. Obviously. No. Don't think she's in the long game. That's I... after Dalek because they take Adam. Yes. I mean, maybe like phone calls. Yeah. But I don't think she's like in it. Obviously, Father's Day she is in. She's so normal. And I love that like they're in space and Rose is like, oh God, I'm in space and calling my mum. And, and she's and like, she's like doing this ratty old top out. Yeah. Like, it's the one thing that I like that uh, Russell Davis does. Then I've, I've mentioned this like she probably before. And I might have mentioned it last week, but I don't know if I did that he brings things back to Earth so often and it's always done so well. Yeah. I can't think of one back to Earth story that has of felt, his that's made me yeah. go like, ugh, we're back to, like... It feels... Oven <coughs> monster. Oven <coughs> <coughs> Don't even. That is a... <coughs> Sorry, I'll cut, I'll cut the coffee the, fits. It's the asthma. That is an absolute Jackie honeypot, that yeah, episode. I don't think it's as so bad. So, um, you know, her back must have hurt from carrying that one. Uh, Paul Casey... Uh, often uh, in prosthetic he was an art in the last episode he's one of the trees oh this yes. episode uh, there's a lot of these like recurring names that just come in and do prosthetic do work or like they're always under a mask and so they just keep coming back and back and back uh, no no picture on the IMDB but Becky Armory for Ruffalo, Ruffalo. and I like I like Ruffalo I like Ruffalo as well 
Which is weird. I shouldn't like her as much as I do consider her. She was only on the screen for like like three minutes, but she's like super likable. She's just a woman doing a job. Yeah. I also think it's really funny that she's like, I'm a plumber. And then she goes into a vent. Gone too soon. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> didn't even notice. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really mention the steward dying. No, we didn't. Dumbest... Simon Dare. Yeah, Simon Dare the steward. Uh, great actor. Dumbest death I've ever seen. This robot yeah. is like, I'm going to hit this button on your keyboard. And he's like, no, and then dies. Yeah. Good for him. Listen, this guy works in hospitality. I don't want to... I get it. I get it. Absolutely. However, if someone hits one button on your keyboard, crawls away, and you let the sun burn you when you've got plenty of time to stop that happening, you probably deserved the death that you got just for being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Just for being an idiot. I'm like, this isn't... That's the thing. Like, either sit back and go, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I'll fight for it. That's like spam hitting every key, just hoping for the best. Yep. Jib dies. No. Yeah, Jib dies. Jib dies. The Mox of Balhoon dies as well. Yeah, they come back and he's just a wheelchair and a pile of ash. Yep. A space wheelchair, nonetheless. But like, it's really sad. And the, the doctor in this bit. Oof. Right? Eccleston, like, as much as I was saying that Rose is not the main focus writing-wise, or it doesn't feel like... No, no Rose is the Rose main focus yeah. writing-wise. My bad. The, the Doctor is sort of the back He gets these character. moments. He does get good expositional moments, but this is when, like, Russell's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is... this is You take this, and you run with it, and boy does Eccleston run with this last scene when he brings Cassandra back. Yeah. He is fuming. <laughs> He's so angry. Mm-hmm. That was the sassiest mm-hmm I've yeah. ever heard you do. That's get that's gonna be my text from now on. I'm gonna cool. get a text. It's gonna be you going. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I think it's absolutely great. I love that she's just going off about all of these things. I can't remember exactly what she's saying, and then he just goes and creaking, and she's like creaking. Yeah, and then she goes all red and gross, and, and then like, she just <laughs> pops. She does. That's a horrible effect because that's clearly a like that feels like it's a practical thing, kind of. I don't know how they did it, but it's like having a thin sheet of whatever it was, and then hitting it with, like, a massive air gun. If you know what I mean? So it just yeah, goes, just, it just bursts. Just blow it out. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's horrible. And I love every second of it. I don't like... I mean, I say I don't like. I think it's great, actually. But, like, those... There's, like, a couple of, like, sort of pieces of her skin that, like, pop Yeah, up. yeah, that's Those, like, I'm... bloody pieces of skin. And then they dangle and it's... Oh, gross. yeah. But the doctor in this... Mr. Everything Has Its Time and Everything Dies. Yeah. Not him. No. Never, never him. Considering Eccleston is acting with nothing other than, like, a metal frame and someone yeah. with a microphone. It's really good. It's done so well. Yeah. How do you feel about the Doctor just letting Cassandra die? See, I mean, obviously we're not supposed to like Cassandra. Not She's in, like, a serious way. No, no, obviously. Like, in a, in a, in a way that you like a Disney villain, yeah, I feel yeah, like, like uh, is how you like Cassandra, you know? Yeah. But I feel like this is the only point that the Doctor can get away with letting her die. Like, I think if this happened at any other point in the season, at this this moment needs to happen now, right? Because any time after this, I would be like, no. Yeah, because even in even in Aliens of London... Even in the next episode. World War Three, the next episode, yeah, he's trying to save everyone. And it's done in a, in a, like a, a separating way where Rose is as, as, the, like, as a human, because they're, they're so polar opposites a lot of the time. Rose is the one who's like, help her. And the Doctor's like, no. Yeah. Why, why should I? She's killed. How many people? Like, no, it's not happening. And there's, there's rare occurrences where everyone lives, but the Doctor's not usually the cause of death. Yeah. But he could have helped. Is the, is the, the crux of this is, he could have done that. It's not necessarily something in character, but given his place and where he is and what he's been through just before these last few, you know, adventures of his, whatever's been going on. It makes sense that he's a bit more hardened a little bit. Yeah. You know, rough around the edges. And it's, yeah, it's it's just done well. I like, it's so much fun to just watch him come out. Any scene where any of the doctors come out and they're serious and not whimsical and you know, so you're like, oh, he's like royally, something's really, really gotten to him. And I love any any one of those scenes. Yeah. Any one of those scenes is good for me. I love an angry doctor. Like in real life. Across, yeah. Like if you got your GP and they're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. 
I like it when I go in for a checkup and you know they ask me like a regular question, they give them an answer, and then it's like, no, not this. I have a weird question. The end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Chips. Number two on the chip count, baby. Russell T. Davies, era Doctor Who, loves chips. Do you want to choose the chips in the first one? Yeah, the doctor says something about like having chips. Okay. And then here again, Rose is saying something about having chips. So I'm officially bringing up the Russell T. Davies chips count to two. In general, what do you think of the ending of this episode? I really like it. I also I also think it kind of is like the first time cuz listen you're going to we'll say get, we'll get into it more as it comes up but this kind of like Dr. Rose thing it's going on I feel like this is the the end of this episode the, oh, okay, it feels like the yeah. start of it it feels like the what kind of date are you when on about getting the yeah, chips? Yeah, it's spe- well, it's specifically right at the end when they're like just walking off and they're just like smiling at each other and they just do like a do like a long look and there's something about it that I'm like, oh, that feels like feels a bit more. Than it friendly. feels like that bit in community where the dean's like, "This better not awaken anything in me." <laughs> That's kind of how it feels. <laughs> oh, and Billy Piper did the little uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it, you know. That's kind of I feel like, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, but no, I really like the end of it. I really like the doctor yeah. telling Rose. I like his, his the, uh, tragic backstory. Yeah, because he, he doesn't mention too much before this, and then by the time they get back to Earth, and he and, and there's clearly this this part of him where he's just like, I kind of enjoy traveling with someone again. Yeah, if that's I'm good, if the... I'm going to do it, I need to do it honestly, and so he tells her. And that's where the trust is, right? Like, yeah, for Rose, anywhere it's like, oh, okay, he's told me these things now. Yeah. Which, I don't know if I was as emotionally mature as she was when she's like, because she's nineteen. Yeah. When I was nineteen, at all, I'd have just been like, yeah, all right, because yeah. I'm just not, I'm just not with it. But she's like really quite adult compared to what what I would have been yeah. a few years back. She, she's like, she's like, I hear what you're saying, I get it, I'm here for you. Here's a, you know, here's like a fun distraction. Let's go get chips. Like you know, I've, I've, I've got you back, but also like, let's take you out of things. Well. But that was that was for both of them, wasn't it? Because she was also like, she got back to Earth and she was like, oh, it's all still here, but it's, you know, it's going away at some point. And he's like, look, you've seen how dangerous it is. Yeah. Traveling with me. Do you do you really still want to go? And then she's like, I don't know what I want. And then she just goes like, just sniff, one big sniff. And she's like, oh, there's chips. There's like, chips about. Like a cartoon sniffing like a, like yeah, a yeah, pie or something. That's floating across the, across London with just like, with along with the steam. Yeah. But I, I think that the episode ending is really just it's lo- this lovely little optimistic like yeah they're gonna get on they'll be fine yeah they'll be okay like don't worry about it it's all good in the TARDIS so what would you rate this out of five? Oh, okay um I would give this episode a three three out of five three out of five what have you given it I give it a four you give it a four out of five I give it a four I figured what do you think what's your reasoning because I'm I like this as a first adventure episode. I just think that the first one has so much expositing to do that the only job this episode has is to have fun, build character, yep. and it does those two things. And it doesn't do them terribly. It doesn't do them the best any episode ever has. Yeah. There are certainly... I, I do think that there are five-star episodes in this season, and we... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe Agreed. not the next one, but we are getting to some of them two after that. Two good ones, yeah. Like, some of the... I think... Aliens of London. This... Yeah, these... These really... These really, really like shine with two parters. Yes. I, I, is there any any individual one that I don't like two parter wise? We'll get it. 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 Yeah, I don't. I don't. I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Yeah. See, like, there is, hmm. there is nothing in this season that I do not like. Like episode wise, overtly just like yeah, like every episode generally, I feel yeah, varying was... levels of positive about. But like, see for me, it's very, it's just, it's just standard. Like you know, like mid middle of the road episode. Like good, I enjoy everything. Well, not everything. I enjoy most things about it. There are things I dislike about it, but ultimately, like. But if you caught any of these on TV, you would you would still watch it. I'd, like, yeah, okay, I'd, yeah, I'd stick on. it on. It's it, like uh, where I would say it is if I like I want to watch a random one off episode of Doctor Who. This isn't going to be the one that I pick for myself. No. But if I end up watching it, I'll still have a good time. Yeah, I, I agree. 
the next time trailer for The Unquiet Dead. Yeah, how excited are you to watch The Unquiet Dead? I'm... Right now. Like, like a three. Like I put, a, I'm like, a five. Like a middle of the road. Really? I what? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm... See, I'm just about it. He's after that. I'm like so excited to see Charles Dickens. Because I really like when they do put historical figures in there when it's done well. well. That's part I of really it. I really like it. That's part of it. Um, Doctor Who and zombie stories, or zombie-esque stories, never quite right. Yeah. There is one that I like, it's not in this season. It is the one you're thinking of. Yep. The obvious one. Yes. That I, that I do think is really good. Because it's really good. But it's also got like, like th- maybe three or four different plot threads going on in it, and they all tie up well, and it's got this really cool ending that I'm... We'll get to that. We'll get to, Yeah, um, actually. Should we check the schedule and when we'll get to that? Yeah, let's go. I'm not going to say what episode it is. But we'll see just the for date. It. But we'll see the date of, of when we'll get to it. Uh, we'll get to the zombie episode that I like on the 1st of March, 2023. Woo-hoo. Provided we stick to schedule and don't forget anything else. Yeah. So 3rd of March with the biggest asterisk ever. Just, just pop just it on watch, there. Just watch out. Just pop it on. Just pop that on there. Watch this. So, this. I'm quite dead. We'll watch that Monday, I guess. Yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. Do it all again. There's a very important character in that episode. Yes, there is. We'll get to her. We'll get to her. Yes, we'll get to her. We will. <laughs> two extra things. Two extra things in here. Um, there was go- uh, there was an unaired scene that was going to show the Doctor. I assume this is when Jabe is on a little, um, little Game little Boy. Device. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she's got a Switch. And uh, it was going to show him having nine strands of DNA instead of one to be like, oh, look, you were eight other people. It was like a little... I like that. That's fun. I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, the idea that his DNA changes... Don't know how I feel about that, but like... The idea that like, his DNA changes, but the other DNA is like still stored in his body somehow. It's just there. Like, it's just, yeah. just taking up... That stuff, makes... Taking up cloud storage. That makes, that makes sense, though. I know. I just don't like the idea of being visualized given as nine seen, strands of DNA. Given what we've yeah. seen as of like the twenty, was it the twenty third of October this year? Yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That the other ones are all stored in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is that there was a story in nineteen sixty six called the Ark, and that ended with the planet getting destroyed. And there is a bit where uh, people, well, people, humans leave the earth on these big arcs these big space arcs and apparently there was going to be an allusion to that in this episode but then it was really really difficult to animate cassandra so they went yeah let's just forget about that bit well don't they say that this earth was like rebuilt yeah and they also say it was like i'm sure the doctor says they evacuated it as well yeah yeah i like the idea that the earth is under the like the national trust as well like the <laughs> national trust still exists in the year five billion. But it's this like protected thing. Yeah. Like it's just this like. And it's just species, the whole planet. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's everything. That's it. Uh, we'll be back right here next week for the Unquiet Dead. Don't change the channel. Please, please don't. We need this. Please. I don't have anything else. That's so sad. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye.